Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Hunbots and Hunbros, and welcome to another bonus episode of Life After MLM. So a couple things. I am recording this in the evening, and Jaja is on the bed. Hopefully she doesn't bark, and hopefully if she does, I can edit around it. But just in case, the dog is on the bed, and it appears that she is aware that I am recording. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Also, also, this story was inspired by a quick Google search during the chat with last week's guest, Andrea, about PSI seminars and the death of its founder, Thomas Wilhite. So we're going to dig into this, but I had never heard the name and Googling it led me on one of the deepest and wildest mini dives that I have ever been on. In fact, it is so bizarre and convoluted that I had to make it into two separate mini-sodes and then connect them to sort of create this full circle because what I found that comes out next week, it was just like too good not to share. And it sort of like goes in with this and it's just, it's history. It's scammy, fraudy history. And I think it's interesting. And, you know, hopefully there's a couple of you out there that also think it's interesting. (laughs) The hole is really deep, but I promise that it is worth it. And it's a great segue from spoopy horror minisodes in October to culty mysterious ones in November. So let's get on with the story of Thomas Wilhite and PSI seminars. Real quick, before we get into this episode, I do want to let you know about the trigger warnings. I know it's October. We are telling horrifying stories and all of them have trigger warnings. This story also has some heavy undertones, like all of the stories this month have heavy undertones. And this one, there's some mentions of sexual assault. There's mention of abuse and there's couple plane crashes and conspiracy and all kinds of things. So um, please use caution. I will say that in terms of bonus episodes, this one is not nearly as heavy content wise, but I just, I wanted, I realized that I needed to do that. And so I just wanted to pop in here really quick and be like, content warning. We talk about heavy stuff. Uh, Anyway, enjoy. Depending on who you ask, PSI either stands for Personal Success Institute, Patrick Seminars International, or possibly People Synergistically Involved. Whatever the case, PSI Seminars is the oldest continuously operating personal and professional training company in the U.S. with over 500,000 graduates of their basic seminar alone. So let's look into that real quick. The basic seminar, that's the three-day event that Andrea told us about. On the website, it says, The PSI Basic Seminar is a three-day total immersion transformational experience where you challenge yourself to expand, grow, and evolve into a better version of yourself. This isn't your average self-help seminar where you get high on positive thinking and go home with a beaming smile on your face having accomplished nothing. It is not about theories. The PSI Basic Seminar provides an experiential learning process where you'll engage in enlightening exercises and inspiring conversations as you make life-changing discoveries about yourself. It costs $795. And remember how Andrea talked about all the other courses that PSI has? Yeah, I looked into those as well. 
there is the Pace Setters Leadership Dynamics, which is a 90-day goal-achieving course, and it is $1,500. There is a PSI Life Success course, which is $5,800, and it's a seven-day event that is for people who, quote, want to live the life they've always wanted. There is the PSI Next 10 Momentum course, which is $7,000, and there is the PSI Leadership Seminar which is $9,700. And they even have classes for kids. Look at this. Both parents must have taken the basic course to even enroll your kids in the kids course. And if you're a single parent, as long as you have sole custody, then just one parent taking the course is fine. (laughs) It's like, what? Oh my gosh. It's already just a mess. Anyway, let's get to the meat and potatoes. Based in Clear Lake Oaks, California, which is just northwest of Sacramento, PSI was founded in 1973 by Thomas and Jane Wilhite. And according to the wiki that I read on the show, in 1983, Thomas Wilhite died when his private plane crashed in a field at the company headquarters. And since that time, his widow, Jane C. Wilhite, has run the company as CEO. I mean, a plane crash isn't too out of the scope for these types of men, if you know what I mean. But a plane crash on your own company headquarters? That was a little suspicious to me. So I did what I do best and I started digging. And originally, it was just to gather information during my chat with Andrea, a quick Google fact check while on mute, just to see what year it started. And then the words, quote, died when his private plane crashed in a field at the company headquarters jumped from the page, and I opened a new tab. That's how most of my deep rabbit hole journeys start. Just a quick check and then something sus. So I started digging deeper, googling new names and events that I came across, opening tab after tab until I was satisfied, and then I opened a Google Doc. That's my process. Spoilers! Most of the time though, these little rabbit holes, they lead to dead ends or end up being something interesting that's a conversation starter but not necessarily a topic of a show. But this time was wildly different. I started seeing phrases like alleged CIA agent dies in mysterious crash and thought to be related to a deeper scandal and espionage and my spidey senses tingled. So let's take this even farther back to the very beginning and see what we can make of this little blip in a wiki bio. So what I found was that finding any information before PSI about Thomas Wilhite was a little bit difficult, but I did it. And I found that Thomas Wilhite was born on January 10th in 1940 in a little small farmhouse during a raging blizzard in southeast Oklahoma. His parents were young and knew the value of a day's work. Life was hard, food was scarce, and jobs were even scarcer. Like the epitome of bootstrap culture, right? Thomas admired his parents for their courage and strength with how they faced their hardships. And amid hard work and extreme poverty, they found joy, laughter, and spiritual strength. In the early years of his life, his parents gave up farming and moved to California looking for a better life. It was here that Thomas spent his younger years. Shortly after his 18th birthday, he got married and became a young father with the birth of his first child. He held a variety of jobs during college, ambulance driver, store salesman, gas jockey, anything you could get really. 
but as a young, impoverished father of three, he was always struggling to make ends meet, and he felt as if he had hit rock bottom. To cope, he started heavily drinking and smoking and became involved with a violent motorcycle gang. His self-esteem was non-existent and the negative thoughts in his head ruled his life and he felt perpetuated the situation. This way of life eventually resulted in a divorce and losing the custody of his children. And then he met William Penn Patrick. If you've listened to the dream Red Ponzinomics have heard every episode of this podcast or follow the history of scams closely, that name should be familiar. But for everyone else, William Penn Patrick was the founder of the now defunct Holiday Magic, an early multi-level marketing cosmetics company that was found to be a pyramid scheme by the FTC in 1973, the same year that PSI was founded. I know I'm on the right track when I start seeing these familiar fellows. Hello, William. Thank you for the breadcrumbs. And though William Penn Patrick was a total scammer, Thomas saw him as a mentor and used his teachings to craft courses using his methods and lessons. He even used these courses to help with holiday magic because surprise, surprise, Thomas Wilhite was also holiday magic's regional manager. You guys, I can't even make this stuff up. I started off with telling a story about a course scam and it still links back to MLM. What is happening? (laughs) Anyway, so back to these courses that Thomas created. Well, they worked. They did exactly what they were supposed to and they were a huge success and essentially increased the bottom line of Holiday Magic. But Thomas didn't get nearly any of the praise and was truly puzzled by the bleak reception. Because it's a scam and that's how it works. But he didn't give up. In doing some research into how PSI started, I found another breadcrumb. PSI was named one of nine growth organizations that grew out of mind dynamics, a self-help program started by Alexander Everett, a British self-improvement and personal development consultant in 1968. His coursework and teachings had an influence on the human potential movement. In 1970, William Penn Patrick bought Mind Dynamics from Alexander Everett to complement his already in full swing leadership dynamics course, and all of the holiday magic managers were now required to take both the leadership dynamics and the Mind Dynamics courses. Nine companies were named, but I can only find mention of two others aside from PSI, The Forum and LifeSpring. The forum was created by Werner Erhard, and yes, it is related to the landmark forum personal development programs that people still use today. And the second was LifeSpring, a nonprofit organization that encountered significant controversy in the 1970s and 80s. According to their wiki page, various academic articles characterized LifeSpring's training models as deceptive and indirect techniques of persuasion and control. And there were allegations that LifeSpring was a cult that used coercive methods to prevent members from leaving. Potato, potato. Mind Dynamics was also heavily influenced by the Silva Mind Control Method from the 1960s, a self-help meditation program that claimed to increase an individual's abilities through relaxation, development of higher brain functions, and psychic abilities such as clairvoyance. No tests of the validity of this practice have ever been done, and such tests are discouraged by the teachers of the system. Gee, I wonder why. The Silva method has been called a self-religion, a new religious movement, and a cult. What is that, the second cult that's connected already? 
who's counting? I think that's two. Mind Dynamics has also been compared to Dale Carnegie, who just needs his own deep dive, if I'm being honest. The company trained businessmen in personal development techniques and relied on unique activities rather than academic theories. The coursework also utilized techniques that focused on visualization and meditation. According to sources of people who personally knew William Penpatrick, he was a mean, greedy, and violent man who hit and slapped his wife and children. He also abused the participants of his courses, including being beaten, sexually assaulted, tied to a cross, forced into coffins, and deprived of food and sleep. According to a lawsuit in the Dream podcast about the abuse, quote, it says sometimes students were stuffed into coffins and others were strung up on a cross. When he was questioned under oath about this, Mr. Patrick said, no one was ever nailed to a cross. They were tied. He was also quoted as saying, those who condemn wealth are those who have none and see no chance of getting it. And Holiday Magic was a joke of a company that left its salespeople with garages full of unsellable product and was rumored to not even be paying people their promised sales commissions. In December of 1972, Mind Dynamics was investigated for practicing medicine without a license and fraudulent representation of the potential benefits of participating in their coursework. Sounds familiar. The company was also investigated by the state of California for making fraudulent claims, and the lawsuit brought forth in February of 1973 requested that Mind Dynamics be barred from what California referred to as, quote, its unlawful practice of medicine. And then Holiday Magic was also sued in February 1973 for defamation by Avon, when Avon claimed that, quote, Holiday Magic employees were distributing leaflets accusing Avon of goon squads and paying off the district attorney's office. In June, the SEC files a lawsuit against Holiday Magic, charging good old William with, quote, bilking some 80,000 people out of more than 250 million through his Holiday Magic cosmetics and soap empire. A few days later, on June 9, 1973, William Penpatrick dies in a plane crash when one of his vintage World War II P-51 Mustang fighter planes crashes on a ridge near High Valley Ranch, his private estate. His Holiday Magic business associate, Christian Haggart, was also killed. He was a newer certified pilot with just under 160 hours of flight time, and he was piloting the plane and crashed after making a low pass. I couldn't find a lot of information about this particular crash, but I did find a car and warbird enthusiast forum with a thread about the crash and this interesting post. My name is William Gregory Hart McGinnis. My mother, Marion McGinnis, was engaged to William Penpatrick at the time of his death. The location of the plane crash was Clear Lake Oaks, California. Bill Patrick had taken off from his High Valley Ranch airstrip with Christian George Haggart in the back jump seat. They had made a few high-speed passes over the big house on the hill and lost power and crashed. My mother and I were at the scene within a few hours, along with a bunch of other people. The plane crashed into the side of the hill approximately 300 yards down from a dirt road. For obvious reasons, they would not let us down to the actual crash site. There was no fire and not much left of the plane. About a month after the crash, I hiked down to the scene. There was a large hole and a few small pieces of the plane left. I brought a piece back with me, and I still have it to this day. I tried to find out more about this accident. Some say it wasn't an accident, and the plane had been tampered with. I have never seen the accident report, but would very much like to. If anyone has any information, I would appreciate all I can get. 
Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect, effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. That same month, Holiday Magic, after the passing of its CEO, was also investigated by the FTC and was found guilty of deceptive trade practices. They found that it was in violation of Section 5 of the Federal Trade Commission Act, which prohibits unfair or deceptive acts of practices, and Section 2A of the Clayton Antitrust Act, which deals with price discrimination and monopolies. At this point, Mind Dynamics ceases operating in December 1973 after the death of co-owner William Penpatrick and the resignation of President Robert White after being investigated and charged with fraud and practicing medicine without a license. After Patrick's death, Thomas decides it's time to start his own company, and with the help of his new wife Jane, $200 and a dream, 
they create the idea for PSI over their kitchen table in 1973. On May 16, 1974, a compromise settlement for holiday magic with approximately 31,000 class members establishes a trust fund worth over $2.6 million that was approved by the court. The organization was dissolved subsequent to William Penpatrick's death a year earlier, and in the aftermath of the company's disillusion, High Valley Ranch, Patrick's beloved Clear Lake estate, was purchased by Thomas Wilhite through a government auction. High Valley Ranch is over 100 acres and is located in the High Valley of the northeast side of Clear Lake, the largest freshwater lake in California, hence the name of the ranch, High Valley Ranch. Thomas Wilhite was also a close personal friend of Ron Rewald, and this is where things start becoming a two-parter, and we will dive into him and his story next week. But according to this really strange website that I found, there are some juicy secrets, and that's when these two stories collide. So there's this book, and it was written by Rodney Stitch, who was a former government agent and insider that had been documenting the arrogance and corruption of the government for the past 40 years. It's called Those Ugly Americans, and in it are some stories about CIA cover-ups. This isn't my realm, but my realm crossed over into it, and so here we are. So in this book, there are some excerpts between Thomas Wilhite and Ron Rewald, and it goes like this. Thomas says, There's a big cover-up going on. They've completely disavowed any knowledge of you. You are being left out to dry, pure and simple. I'm calling a press conference for tomorrow at the ranch. I'm going to tell the media everything. Tell them this is all a CIA cover-up and that you were just following orders. And then Ron comes back with, Tom, you can't do that. I have an agreement with the agency. They assured me that as long as I keep quiet, Nancy and the children will be taken care of. They will take care of me as soon as this all cools down. So don't do this. It's not necessary. And Thomas responds, They're lying to you, Ron. I assure you they are destroying every bit of evidence. They are shutting us all up, transferring others to who knows where. All the bank accounts are being emptied. Believe me, you are being abandoned and set up. You know what plausible deniability is all about. Before the press conference he scheduled the following morning, Thomas decided to take his red aerobatics pit special biplane for his customary morning flight. Taking off from the grass runway on his ranch, the plane climbed steeply to 1,000 feet and then suddenly plunged to the ground, the crash killing him instantly. According to the book, the aircraft had apparently been sabotaged. His plane crashed into the same land that he now owned that had been owned by his former employer, whose life had ended in a similar crash 10 years earlier. And I searched the internet for more info. And you would think there would be something, but no. All I could really find was a canned response that's similar across the web. Thomas died, Jane took over, and she's the one responsible for its current growth and success. According to the PSI website, PSI is no longer at High Valley Ranch. A statement reads, Moving from High Valley Ranch was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I've been there since May of 1975, bearing witness to the many lives that were changed. High Valley Ranch will always hold a special place in the hearts of so many who absolutely love that ranch for what it gave us over so many years. Citing the California wildfires and having to evacuate multiple times over the years as a reason. And then I found this comment on a thread. As William Penpatrick is spinning in his grave, our beloved ranch, High Valley Ranch, is no longer a human potential seminar center. Rumor has it that it is, or is becoming, a huge pot-growing operation. (laughs) 
And then also, William Pinpatrick is not spinning in his grave, as the new owners of High Valley Ranch are Jewish and required no graves to be on the property that they own. Because of this, William Pinpatrick's body was exhumed, and rumor has it he was cremated and the ashes taken to Oklahoma from whence he came. Also, it is not just a rumor that High Valley Ranch is now a, quote, huge pot-growing operation. It is now an accomplished fact. Because of final permit delays, they were late to plant this year, so they planted less than the 80 acres that they are allowed. But next season, they expect to plant earlier and the full 80 acres. I mean, (laughs) High Valley Ranch sounds more appropriate as a marijuana farm and not a self-help headquarters, but what do I know? (laughs) The website continues. It was then that we remembered that PSI is not a ranch. It's not a location or any one single person. PSI is a mission, a hope, the sum total of everything we want. PSI is all of us. And that is what makes PSI very special. Our PSI community. The PSI philosophy is our roadmap and we are using it to grow and expand like never before. And if you listened to Sunday's episode with Andrea, you also know that they operate as an MLM funnel as well. I looked into the PSI and World Financial Group connection, and there isn't one specifically, but the MLM connection is obviously there. And on their website, it says, quote, whichever class is next for you, Keep the momentum going by taking action today. Whether you are expanding your wealth consciousness, improving your relationships, building your confidence, or elevating your personal leadership, there are tools and techniques available at the advanced training that will put you on the fast track to success. I mean, I don't know about you, but I counted at least six red flags in that statement alone. And I would be interested to know If any of you went through the PSI courses and were funneled into any other MLM companies as well, since they seem to cater to that sect and PSI graduates are invited to come back as quote, proof it works, like Andrea mentioned, what other Hunbots and Hunbros are lurking in that last little room? If that's you, email me or leave a comment on the IG post of this episode. In fact, if you Google quote, PSI seminars and World Financial Group, end quote. The second result is a PSI page called, quote, PSI seminars, scam myth debunked. And it's an entire web page dedicated to convincing you that PSI isn't a scam. Weird, right? There's something I say on this podcast quite a bit, and it goes a little something like, there's only one type of business trying to convince you that it's not a pyramid scheme, right? So the same could easily be said for scams or cults or bad ideas, but the red flags remain, right? If you need an entire web page to convince me that you aren't a scam, sus, <laughs> It's the it's the nice guy theory, but make it MLM. And I'm not really sure how the CIA operates, what is classified, what actually happens, what is told as truth. Again, not my realm, but this story is just part one of an even wilder story involving Ron Rewald, a fake investment firm, a murder plot, and a Ponzi scheme 
that I accidentally stumbled into just trying to find out who started PSI seminars and why. So please stay tuned for next Wednesday when we will dive deeper into this rabbit hole and uncover some government secrets. Until then, I will steer clear of biplanes. See you Sunday. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans. <laughs>